Podcast. To get up and get going, South Coast, it's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang, it's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in hour number two of the program here on Monday morning. And coming up in the next hour, we'll be turning on the light with Jax Belaine of New Bedford Light. But right now, it's all about you at 508-996-0500 or via app chat on the WBSM app or open line voicemails on the WBSM app. And I will say that, you know, that uh, I'm going to let you know about this, but I'm hoping that a whole bunch of you don't jump on it because I want to make sure I can get some. But that is U2. That is our intro music, U2's Beautiful Day. And they are putting more tickets on sale for the Sphere in Las Vegas. They've actually extended U2's residency there into February. It was originally supposed to end December, but now it's going to go through January and February. So there's going to be numerous more dates that go on sale, uh, I believe, this Wednesday, Wednesday or Thursday. So... I'm hoping to get in there and just get a pair of tickets anywhere in the sphere. And then I'll figure out how to get to Las Vegas after that. My dad keeps telling me, he's like, if you can just get yourself the tickets, I can get you to Vegas pretty cheap. He knows what he's doing. I have confidence in him. He'll be able to get me cheap airfare and a cheap place to stay. I might not even stay. I might just fly in, go to the show and fly back. Maybe I'll crash with Lamone. But the um, the tickets go on sale on the 20... I'll have to look it up to be sure. I don't want to give you wrong information. But if I can get a pair, I'm heading out there. I've never been to Vegas, and I don't really care about Vegas. I know I know Lamone doesn't want to hear that. But it... I mean, I yeah, it'd be nice to see it. But I really just care about going to the show and experiencing the sphere in person. Because even even if they came and brought that show where they were playing Octung Baby in its entirety, which is my favorite album of all time, eh, I don't know that, it, I mean, I'd, I'd love it, but it's still not going to be the same seeing it in that building. So anyway, 508-996-0500. We were talking about that shooting that occurred yesterday about at about 5.15 p.m. And it happened on the opposite side of Ashley Park from where Detective LeVar Gilbert was shot in the face over the summer. But as we were saying, you know, there's been a number of issues in that area. And Rui says the Bolton Street, River Street area has gone downhill since it stopped being a center of Portuguese-American culture. But it seems not as bad as the caller in the last hour was describing. It's now emblematic of much of the city in his opinion. So, I mean, I, I guess you can look at certain neighborhoods across the city and say, well, you know, there's, there's more problems here than there are in other places. But I think that this gang issue is the, is the underlying problem with a lot of it. Now, obviously that's not going to account for every 
issue that happens. Last week there was a a shooting that was a domestic issue. So you're, it's not going to stop everything that happens. But I do think that the the gang issue is what is part of this. And, you know, for a long time, the powers that be tried to downplay the gang issues in the city. But I think most people understand now that it is part of what the crime is in New Bedford. And the police are making efforts to try to crack down on that. Now, I don't know the specifics, but conversations that I've had with people are that since Operation Throwdown, which was, what, 2021? Since that happened, which is when there was that huge raid where they arrested like 60 people across multiple cities, that that put a real dent in some of these gang operations, especially the Latin Kings, but that it didn't solve everything, obviously. So there's still more work to be done, and part of that work comes from you, the citizens, being willing to step forward and share with police. And that's that's part of the problem, is that people don't want to come forward with information, and the police have lamented that before, that if you if you want to have your neighborhoods cleaned up, you've got to be an active participant in that. You've got to be part of the eyes and ears on the ground for the police department for that to happen. Especially where, you know, they've had trouble getting the staffing back to where they need it to be. So if you want to call in and chime in on that, 508-996-0500. Also, there was that story out of Dartmouth yesterday, which I'm I'm interested in finding out some more information about because this sounds this sounds very odd. Apparently there was a juvenile who is unlicensed. Now, I don't know if unlicensed means that they are, you know, of driving age and just didn't have a license or if they're under the age of 16 and a half. But the, the police did not indicate the age of the suspect here, but there was a juvenile girl from Fall River who was driving a stolen vehicle, allegedly driving a stolen vehicle in Dartmouth and crashed into another car or struck another car and then later on tra- crashed into a tree. And this juvenile is now being charged with multiple charges, including driving without a license, driving a stolen vehicle, and operating while under the influence. And I I don't know what the situation is with this juvenile child and their home life, but the child was released to her mother. So I just, what what happened? Is this just a kid doing dumb things? I mean, you allegedly stole a car and then drove it while you were under the influence of something? I mean, I get, I, I know, I know kids take cars. And a reported stolen car doesn't necessarily mean that this this girl is out there boosting cars. It could mean that she took her parents' car out of the driveway. But then 
to be driving it while you're under the... If you don't know... You shouldn't be driving under the influence anyway. But certainly not if you don't know how to drive to begin with. But I, I, I'm interested in finding out more. Thankfully, she was okay. Thankfully, everybody that was involved was okay. She just suffered some minor injuries to her face and was taken to the hospital. But I don't know how much more we'll find out about it because it is a case involving a juvenile. But I just... I looked at that question, story and I said, you know what, I have some questions. And then I said, it's probably better not to ask them because I don't, I don't know how much I want to know when it comes to that. 508-996-0500. We'll also talk, when Jack comes in, we'll talk about the story that uh, Colin Hogan has at newbedfordlight.org about the Holy Family, Holy Name School becoming a child care center, becoming a preschool center. And I'm interested in finding out, you know, this is something that will be serving the city, but getting all the information about how this preschool center will serve people from across the city. And that is something that is sorely needed around here. As the light has written about before, the South Coast New Bedford is considered to be a preschool desert. That they need more of these types of facilities. I mean, if you can afford private preschool, yes. We have many great options for that, but not everybody can. And I don't know necessarily how I feel about the need for preschool as an educational part of the process. I understand for a lot of folks it becomes more of a child care issue. But in terms of the educational value, yes, there certainly is a value to it. But I don't know that it's necessary for every child. My son did not go to preschool. My son did not go to school until he began kindergarten. My wife and I, my ex-wife and I, both went to preschool. I think hers was a little bit more kind of rigid than mine. I, I, I don't know exactly. I mean, again, I have memories of it, but not strong memories of it. So I don't know how involved mine was. I don't know. I don't think it was a five-day-a-week thing. But she was in Catholic preschool, so for her it was much more structured. I, I was in a church-based preschool too, but I wasn't part of the church. And that, there, was, you know, there was no religious part of my education in preschool. It was just, I remember somebody playing the piano and I remember using Play-Doh. That's pretty much my recollection of it. But the, the children who do go... I mean, they're getting an earlier chance to socialize with children. We had that conversation because my son was an only child. At the time, he just had one cousin who was around his same age. I didn't see all that often. And we didn't have any neighborhood children that we knew that were of the same age. And none of our friends had kids yet. So it was... We had that conversation of, do we need to get him socialized with other kids before he gets to kindergarten? And it, and it, and it counts. 
and we made the choice to to not put him in. And I think he turned out fine. But, you know, every child is different. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You were on WBSM. Hey, good morning. How are you? Pretty good. I'm thinking it through. I, I think child care preschools are very important. you got to get these kids away from their parents and so the parents can go to work and take taxes and also uh, your children learn to trust strangers. At a young age, uh, it's all part of the development. You can't have these kids, uh, you know, in the custody of their parents too much, because then nobody knows what the hell they're being taught, really. Yeah, I mean, I think I think for a lot of people, it is a situation where the faster that you can get the child into school, the faster you can get back to work. But, you know, you, it also falls on you then to make sure that your child is prepared for that. You, you you can't just put a child in preschool at four years old and not have them be ready for it. Well, I think that the temperament of every child is different. You probably have children that have special needs problems that are not being identified, but they're being socially promoted through the nurseries and everything and get them into public school system. If you haven't got a buck, the kids are going to end up in a public school system with multiple cirrhosis of, of the mind and everything because of the kids don't have a grasp on their hours. And they can't turn to their parents because they don't know who the hell they are. And the parents look at the kids and say, you know, I'm not totally invested in myself. He's, uh, he's not a performer. He's not a performer. Uh, they've been in the hands of the state since they were three years old. Hey, it's not my problem. i got to pay taxes. Right. And maybe the next generation can say, you know, I'm so happy that I was abandoned and I did not grow up in a nuclear family because it grew me up real quick. And I'm here now as an adult to make a difference, I think. So, and it, 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 it will all work out. It's just a difficult road that you really, you really have to take that difficult road. I say yes. Like they told me every time I got my legs cut off from under me. You're building character. Well, I did. I built a lot of character, and it taught me how to build a lot of money. So, you know, the non-taxable factor. I'm very grateful. All right. All right. Well, I thank you for the call. You have a good day. And uh, I hope I hope that you guys can understand his calls better than I can. His phone sounds very muddled, and I can only pick up on, on part of it, but... Um, making great points either way. Uh, 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in, I'm going to take a break, though. We'll be back in just a few moments.
welcome back. And we're going to be going into the newsroom in just a moment. On the other side of that, we will take more of your phone calls at 508-996-0500. We'll also take your app chat messages or your open line voicemails on the WBSM app. And thank you to Stephanie for sending that app chat message and verifying what I had said there. Uh, so again, if you want to call in though, that's always the best way. 508-996-0500. And I'll try and do a better job. If I, if I hear a phone that doesn't sound good, I try to be understanding because not everybody's phone works that great. I try to be understanding. And I also know that sometimes it might be my own ears. Uh, but I'll try and do a better job of when I hear somebody's phone saying, hey, you know, maybe can you talk away from the receiver or maybe try calling back or something like that. I just don't want to sound like, you know, one of those radio jerks. It's like, ah, your phone's terrible. Click. So, and those of you who listen to sports radio, you know, you know who I'm talking about. All right. Well, now it is time to go into the newsroom and get all the headlines of the day with Ariel Dorsey. House Republicans are set to meet tonight in their latest efforts to find a speaker. The position has been vacant since Republicans ousted Speaker Kevin McCarthy on October 3rd, bringing the business of the House to a standstill. After multiple failed attempts by Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan to win the gavel, lawmakers will hold a candidate forum tonight to evaluate a number of Republican candidates who have thrown their hats into the ring. The White House is asking Israel to hold off on a ground invasion of the Gaza Strip while, while it works to free hostages held by Palestinian militants. The New York Times reports the administration also wants more time to prepare for possible attacks on U.S. targets as Israel's war with Hamas continues. Israel's military is again urging Palestinian civilians to leave northern Gaza to avoid being caught up in the expected fighting. During a Sunday briefing and a senior IDF spokesman warned, you are risking your lives if you do not leave. He also noted one Israeli soldier was killed and three more wounded in a raid targeting Hamas fighters near the border. Israel's military said earlier it's intensifying attacks as it prepares for an, for an expected ground invasion. Pentagon officials say they've received over 270 new reports of UFOs over an eight-month span this year. The Defense Department released a new report to Congress that said 274 new UFO sightings have been reported to, to the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, which leads the government's efforts to document and analyze UFO sightings. Negotiations between SAG-AFTRA and Hollywood Studios will resume on Tuesday. Nearly two weeks after management halted discussions on Saturday, a joint statement from the Actors Union and the studios said they're willing to return to the bargaining table. Union members are asking studios for better, better pay, protections against AI and residuals from streaming and more. Jalen Hurts threw for 279 yards and two touchdowns as the Eagles defeated the Dolphins 31-17 on Sunday Night Football at Lincoln Financial Field. Philadelphia improved to 6-1. The Dolphins dropped the 5-2 but still lead the AFC East. In more sports, the Patriots pulled off a last-minute victory after topping the Bills 29-25 at Gillette Stadium. Mike Gusecki caught a one-yard pass from Mac Jones for the go-ahead touchdown with 12 seconds remaining in the game. Ezekiel Elliott carried the ball 11 times for 31 yards and a score. New England is now last in the AFC East and will visit the Miami Dolphins this week. 
The Bruins have won each of their first five games to start the season with Boston coming from behind to beat the Anaheim Ducks 3-1 at Honda Center. Brad Marchand secured the victory with an empty netter and Linus Ilmark stopped 32 of the 33 shots he faced. Boston will continue out its four-game road trip against the Chicago Blackhawks Tuesday night. And the Celtics are adding a veteran wing before the start of the regular season by signing free agent forward Nathan Knight to a two-way contract. The 26-year-old played in 38 games for the Minnesota Timberwolves last season. The Celtics open the, se- the year Wednesday night when they visit the New York Knicks at Madison Square Garden. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. Some clouds this morning, they will be burning off to lead to some sunshine. We also saw some spotty rain showers. Temperature in the upper 40s this morning, heading to seasonable around 60 this afternoon with increasing clouds. Mostly cloudy to begin the overnight hours. Clearing and temperatures will be on the cool side. Potential frost Tuesday morning with plenty of sunshine throughout Tuesday. Looking forward to a nice warm-up rest of the week. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Sassy Del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. Get breaking news alerts, stream audio, send us text messages, and get live traffic and weather updates all on the WBSM app. Download it now from your app store or at WBSM.com. version my bologna but then that just would have made us all hungry if you haven't had fried bologna for breakfast i recommend it it's pretty good although if you heat up bologna and i'm talking like not the thin german bologna that you get from the deli i'm talking about like if you take a piece of oscar meyer and you throw it on the grill or throw it on the the frying pan and you fry it up and then you eat it that's when you're going to realize, wait a minute, bologna and hot dogs are basically the same thing. Like, Oscar Mayer has been running a scam on us for all these years. They're just selling us hot dogs over and over again, just in different sizes. And I'd like to, you know, the, the, the big bologna that they slice that off of, I'd like to see what happens if we were to score that and throw that on a grill and make a giant hot dog out of it. Take that on, Joey Chestnut. Let's see if you can handle that. Ariel, do you know who Joey Chestnut is? I do, I do not. He's the, like, the reigning, like, champ. I don't know if he's the current, I think he is the current champion. But he's, like, the most notorious of the 
uh, hot dog eaters at the the Coney oh, okay. Island contest there. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's like the record setter, Joey Chestnut. Wow, Joey Chestnut. All right. So, okay. <laughs> I just you you had a look on your face like you didn't like you're like I don't know what I don't know what this guy talks about every morning anyway. Why did I take this job? I learned something new every day. To be honest. Well, I am glad. I hope that's all that I can hope for is that you will learn something new. <laughs> and uh, so, and there are listeners who are you know complain that I talk about myself too much. And I, I have to remind you, it's it's called the Tim Weisberg Show. So you're going to hear about me here. It's just part of the deal. But I went to the mall the other day and did some shopping. And I was pretty pretty proud of myself because I was able to go into some stores that I never would have been able to go into before since, uh, since my weight loss. And I was also able to go, I went into JCPenney. And now last time I went into JCPenney, I was excited because I didn't have to buy. I could buy things from the first floor. This this time I didn't even go up to the second floor. I didn't even go up to the big and tall section on the second floor of JCPenney and the Dartmouth Mall. I didn't have to. And that was a pretty good feeling. And I hope some of you went out and went to the uh, event at Primacare on Friday when they were talking about some of the different health issues that affect people. And I know that they had some of the people there from their medical weight loss program. I hope that you went there and I hope that you learn more about it. Or if you're a South Coast health patient, I hope you reached out to them and talked to them. And, and that's why I talk about my weight loss journey so much because I was very much a person that couldn't, couldn't do it. And that's why I want to make sure that you know that there is a, a viable option out there. Now, it's not for everybody. There are some people who can't get the insurance approval for this. There are some people who don't have insurance and have to pay for it out of pocket and can't afford it. If you do, there are programs for these weight loss medic well, for these medications that are helping with weight loss to be able to have them put you on a plan where you only have to pay twenty five dollars a month. So look into all of that. But I have a I've had n- multiple people come up to me at some of these library lectures and say, hey. I want to do that same thing that you're doing, but I don't know how to do it. The easiest thing to do, just ask your doctor. I hate to sound like one of those commercials, but if you think Bunjaro is right for you, consult with your physician because really they're the only one that can help you get started. 508-996-0500. And now I'm going to go from talking about weight loss to talking about pizza because uh, as I mentioned in the last hour, I have an article up at WBSM.com and on the WBSM app regarding two New Bedford bars that have now launched New Bedford style, well, New Bedford's version of the South Shore style of bar pizza. So the Poor Farm and Tavern is actually, put the Poor Farm Tavern and Grill is actually putting it on their menu as New Bedford bar pizza. They're, they're just going to call it that. Uh, the Dipper Cafe has already launched theirs. Now the Poor Farm tested theirs out last Tuesday, and now it goes on their permanent new menu starting this week. But the Dipper Cafe launched theirs on Friday, and they seem to be doing a very brisk business with it because I've seen a lot of people posting about it, a lot of people reviewing it. And what's what's exciting about this is this is something that actually will bring people who are fans of this genre down. Don't listen to what the people are saying in the Facebook group. If you were in the South Shore Bar Pizza Facebook group, Don't listen to all of the insults that people have about New Bedford. And there have been many. It just shows the ignorance that they have. But those people will come down here. 
We are going to get people that will come down here. There are there are tours. I think Portnoy's done one with Barstool. I, I think Kerry Byrne might have done one too, where they put together like a little tour where people pop on a bus and they visit some of these South Shore bar pizza places. So this will bring some some people in. But hopefully it will also help us gain some respect in the bar pizza game. Because some of the ones that people claim are the best, they're okay. I mean, like I said, there's no such thing as a, as a bad bar pizza. And if you're not familiar with what a bar pizza is, it is a small pizza. Generally, each person gets their own, but two people might share. And it is thin cracker-like crust, so it's not a very doughy crust at all, which is something that a lot of people in New Bedford like. You know, in this area, thin crust pizza is pretty popular. I don't like a lot of crust. I don't like a lot of dough on the bottom. I like nice thin crust. And then it also has, you know, every place will work on its own signature sauce. But then also the key ingredient is the cheese blend is more cheddar than it is mozzarella. So it has a little bit more of a sharper cheese taste to it. And it really is a... um, It's an art to making these because you have to get special pans and there's different techniques and then you can lace it or, or everybody has a different term for what you do with the edges, but you bring the sauce and the cheese all the way to the edge of the pan. So it actually extends over the dough for the crust for the, and then what happens is you get this nice crispy outside, like burnt cheese and sauce. You'll know it when you see it. Take a look at the photos at WBSM.com and on the app. Those are laced edges. Those are, and by the way, laced edges is how you order it at Linwood and Randolph. Other people call it different things. I actually talked about that in my presentation on the paranormal at the Randolph, at the Turner Library in Randolph last week. And somebody from the back yelled out, laced edges. That's new stuff. People, we didn't grow up calling it laced edges. Ah, that's just new. Ah, I'm like, listen, everybody that works at Wynwood has been there forever. So if they're calling it laced, it's probably been laced forever. But I just remember my grandmother would call up an order and say, don't burn the edges. And then I finally had it with the edges burnt. And I was like, wait, we've been missing this all the time, grandma. So anyway, you can check it out. uh, Both the Poor Farm and the Dipper Cafe now offering South Shore bar pizza style pizzas on their menus. And now... I think you're going to see, you know, just like people debate which one they prefer on the South Shore, you might have people start that debate here in New Bedford. But the important thing is, I know here in New Bedford, we'll support both places because that's what we do. We support all of our restaurants here. That's why we talk about them so much on the radio. It's why we have so many articles about them because we know that it's it's the number one thing that you, the audience, cares about. It really is. If you look at any of the the data of what people here are Googling, what they're interested in, restaurants far and away, number one. We know how to eat on the South Coast. 508-996-0500. We'll be right back.
imagine that album's like 20 years old now, The Rising. But uh, if you're waiting on a sunny day, well, this is the week for you because it's going to be at least partly sunny pretty much every day this week with temperatures rising as the weekend uh, goes on. So, hey, this is the kind of time of year, this is the time of year that we like this kind of weather, right? So uh, looking forward to uh, getting out there and talking about paranormal stuff when I don't need to wear a jacket walking into the library and then when I have to wear a jacket coming out of the library. <laughs> that's that's fall for you. Uh, kids, remember, if your parents tell you you have to wear a jacket on Halloween, you have to wear a jacket on Halloween, even though parents don't tell your kids they have to wear a jacket on Halloween, they'll be okay. Anyway, uh, so we have an article up at WBSM.com and on the app by Marcus Ferro. He wanted to make sure he got one last article written before he uh, dedicates himself full-time to his day job. But uh, he has an article up there. Uh, Congressman Jake Auchincloss announced his intention to seek re-election uh, in Fall River yesterday. So you can read about that. Read about what Congressman Auchincloss had to say and uh, about some of the reaction from the crowd. So again, that's at WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. But coming up this morning at 9 a.m., it is South Coast Now with Chris McCarthy flying solo. So when you think about it, it's been... Wow. It's been about a year and a half since Chris was solo on, or was it two, two I got to do the math. When you think about what Chris has been through to get, and I remember, I remember getting that phone call that Chris had COVID and that we could expect him to be out for a couple of days. And that couple of days turned into... A long time. And so now here he is back in the saddle, fully on his own, ready to take you on, ready to take your phone calls and uh, and ready to chat with you and bring you the same excellent program that you were hearing with him and Marcus. But now it'll just be Chris flying solo. But don't worry, Marcus will never be too far. And in fact, uh, they'll both be taking part in our election night coverage on November 7th. So they'll be here giving you live results. Uh, that is something that we want to keep going, even though we don't have the South Coast Tonight program anymore. We want to be able to keep that going uh, for municipal elections. You know, obviously for the general elections. For primaries, you know, I don't know that we necessarily need to interrupt the regular programming, but certainly for the general election, we will be doing that. So stay tuned for that coming up on November 7th. And of course, WBSM is going to keep reminding you to go vote we're going to keep reminding you where you can vote. We're going to keep reminding you about the races. And it's part of a campaign brought to you by us, as well as Lang, Exaferis, and Bullard, the New Bedford Housing Authority, the DeMello International Center, and Luzo Auto Center. I do have to take one more break before the end of the hour, so I'm going to get that out of the way right now. And, you know, considering what a big win it was for the Patriots yesterday, toppling the Buffalo Bills, well, it doesn't get any easier this coming Sunday because the Patriots are visiting the Miami Dolphins. Now, if they can get a win over the Dolphins in Miami, which is never an easy task, even when the Dolphins weren't as good as they are this year, then if they can do that, they can stay in the mix for the AFC East division crown. I know it sounds crazy, right? But it is possible. So you can hear that game right here on WBSM. Kickoff is at 1 p.m. And pregame begins here on WBSM at 10 a.m. And all of the New England Patriots action on WBSM is brought to you